0: Hi, welcome to Teen Take. Today we'll be discussing the issues of mental health and mental health awareness. I'm your host, Braden Lowe, joined by co-stars
1: Ann
2: Ferguson,
0: Brayden Smith,
2: and Kate Parsons.
0: We'll be covering the topics of how mental health doesn't have set guidelines, how lack of proper awareness in education in high school systems sets unintended effects on those afflicted by mental health, the emotional, social, and behavioral development of all students and students who suffer from mental health, the national death rate from suicide, the spectrum, mental health awareness, and how mental health is important at every stage of life. Thank you for joining our episode. Let's get started with the first topic. Mental health doesn't have a set guideline. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you have an eating disorder. Many misconceptions about mental health is that there is a set guideline. There's no set guideline for ADHD, for dementia, for anorexia. If someone is diagnosed with it and has a proper note or authority, then they're diagnosed. There's no changing that. Anything to say, Co-Stars?
3: Well... And there can be little and great amounts of those disorders. Like some people might suffer more from it, or barely suffer from it, but they may still have it. Exactly. And we need
0: to acknowledge that. Uh, I think it's important to draw attention to the fact that several people with eating disorders don't necessarily have to be skinny. There's a bunch of people who are more heavy bodied, have a bigger tummy, and still suffer from the same exact thing, exactly from the cause. Um, there's a bunch of multitude of effects that people suffer through, and it doesn't actually have to relate to eating disorders in general. It also has to relate to different types of stuff. Um, ADHD doesn't have a set spectrum. There's a bunch of different things you can have, and different like parts of the parts of affliction per se. It's kind of different for everyone, and it does vary. Lack of proper awareness and education in the high school system often causes unintended effects. What would your guys' take on this be?
2: I think that schools are doing a good job of now introducing things like the signs of suicide that we now have on Mondays. But I think especially in middle school where a lot of these problems can start, um, people aren't really told of what's happening. And a lot of people don't really know that they've fallen into a mental health issue, that they have a mental health issue because they don't know what it is. And so then it can get worse as they try to bury it because they don't think it's an issue, when in reality, like, it is an issue and it will cause issues in the future. We may be having issues um, that we don't know about because we don't know what they are. So I think having awareness is going to help to prevent a lot of the issues, especially if parents or guardians know the warning signs of um, issues and kind of what it looks like at the beginning.
0: I think there's a lot of stuff, too, how, like, Having a mental illness makes you feel different, and because of this, it kind of ostracizes you from society. Maybe some of these kids suffering with mental effects often experience, like, loneliness or lack of proper awareness in schools. And while well, school systems nowadays are doing proper education, uh, get are doing, like, proper education and stuff on the subject of mental health, I feel like we could personally go in depth and help them out behind the scenes
2: we could do better
0: so we'll be moving on to the next point which is that uh the emotional social and behavioral development of all the students and uh of all the students in school pretty much as well as how the ostracization or different treatment for peers affects them um
2: i think that like how your peers treat you like if your peer says something to you you really take it to heart because like Especially, like, if they're your friend, like, you know that they'd be honest with you. So it makes you feel like that is really a major issue. Um, And, like, you know, like, we've seen in a lot of schools, like, bullying and stuff like that can lead to depression, social anxiety, stuff like that. Um, Which goes to show that, like, the way that your peers treat you really affects you on, like, a mental level. And, like, if you're having a bad day and you have people treat you in a really bad way that can make the day worse. But if you have people like treat you in a positive, good way, then that can really make your day a lot better.
3: And it doesn't necessarily have to be just your friends. It can be any random person on the street that you don't really know well, but just their criticizing would, can make you feel bad. And uh, especially if you have a mental illness um, and being made fun of it, it can really affect how they feel about themselves and even make the mental illness worse. So we really need to be able to, help and support these people um, to make them feel better about themselves and try and help cure their mental illness.
0: And I think I think a lot of it is pretty much how friends in specific treat you because you'll kind of compare if you have a mental illness of how your friends treat um, like how your friends treat other friends and then how they treat you and if they treat you differently and that kind of screws with your emotional state, and it's it's really damaging in the future and can kind of really mess up people.
1: And I feel like besides that negativity among friends, I feel like in friend groups, if certain people don't necessarily bring up mental health or anything around that, uh, those like who are suffering it in the group might not... Because I feel like friends are the people you open up to, but I feel like if people in the group don't feel comfortable opening up to their friends because it's kind of a topic that they avoid. Like that person, I feel like has a less chance of opening opening up to other people. Sorry, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, that I totally that I totally agree. So,
0: I would like to actually discuss how this about the spectrum of mental illnesses. The spectrum is so large; it's hard to find the right treatment for most teens dealing with mental illnesses like prescription drugs and some are not able to afford the right treatment for extended periods of time for like I suffered with ADHD for maybe eight or nine years and I still do it now, but I was on and off different types of drugs, maybe every month or so. And a lot of them had unintended side effects. And I would often go home and either like screw around. I want to focus in school. Um, They had different stuff. I had one in third grade that made me vomit and I finally found the right one that works, and it took me literally years of searching. And then, even after finding the right one and going through all the trial and process, like if you don't have healthcare, it's really hard to find and acquire the best treatment and hold on to it instead of just finding something that works and then being kind of taken away after you know it works. And with the
3: problem of trying to find treatments for all these mental illnesses, because they're all so different and mental illnesses affect every person in a different way. Most kids just don't know what to do. And so they feel like the only way they can get away from, you know, their stress or anxiety and other things um, is sadly suicide. And the national death rate right now is from suicide Is 47,000 people. And this is just not a good thing to have for mental illness. And we need to try and be able to find treatments faster for people so that they don't resort to suicide.
2: Unfortunately, we're at a point where there's so much mental illnesses and so many issues that it's almost hard for us to keep up with them and to find the new medicines. Because as the world is evolving and as technology is evolving and social media is evolving, um, so are the mental illnesses that come from it, and so because of that, so many more illnesses are being introduced, and so many more suicides are happening because of the illnesses, and we can't keep up, and we can't always have the right medicine for people.
1: I also just feel like, also with the spectrum being large, like I feel like the causes of things like anxiety or depression can be like so vast and so different. Like I, I um, a few years ago was in a really depressive state, but like it wasn't because of school or anything like that. It was something my, um, autoimmune disease gave me cause I just felt like very alone with it. And so like seeking out therapy was always hard because like a lot of the time, like therapists, like really didn't understand like how to talk to me. And like, I feel like that's the hardest thing because I feel like a team will reach out and then they'll feel alone when they, when they're trying to talk to someone and they don't understand
0: okay so mental health pretty much includes our emotional psychological and social well-being it affects how we think feel and act and it also determines how we handle stages stress relate to each other's and make choices it's important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence to adulthood and what we've been covering mostly teens and how it affects everyone in school sometimes The mental illness doesn't go away. And it's very important that we address the issue of people who once were teens suffering with the same stuff like I am or Annie, like carried on without it. And they didn't let go or find the right treatment or ever, you know? And we have to kind of address the fact that there are. You know, there are people in society that have different ways they function, and it's not something we should judge or just watch them do. We should step in and give some help if we can.
3: Yeah, these people are all around us, and these mental health illnesses can come from traumatic events from early on, like people who have lost important family members and stuff like that. And that can be so traumatic that it just really messes up them, and they don't really know how to deal with it. Um, and the pressure of, you know, not having a mother or father to talk to you can make them feel alone in the world um, and just make them feel like they're they're all alone and they don't know what to do about it. And we need to figure out how we can help them.
2: And when you're trying to push something down, especially like when you're just trying to get rid of the mental illness because you don't think it's important, like the amount of pressure of that when you're trying to stay like you know, happy or whatever, and you're trying to keep up your schoolwork and stay, you know, like how you were before this happened. Like, it can be really hard, and it can even make it worse because it can cause you to think that you have to put on this mask. When in reality, like, um, one of the only ways to really fix this is to take off the mask and actually talk to someone and find help. Um, and you know, it's hard to ask for help, especially when you don't think that there's anyone out there who will listen. Like there's always someone that'll listen, but sometimes it's hard finding the right person who you can really open up to.
3: And that person doesn't have to be a therapist. It can be a colleague. It can be a friend. It can be a sibling. It can be, you know, anyone that you feel comfortable talking to, even if it's a stranger, um, just to be able to open up about it.
0: I feel it's really important that um, I've given a lot of help to a lot of different people and I feel that the people who bottle it down and kind of hide away their emotions are the people that are suffering the most. And it's it's kind of hard to tell because you can see that in anyone. You can see it in friends and family and you never know until either they say something about it or they deal with it themselves. And that's never the best option. I think it's really important to kind of propose solutions and what we've been talking about like how how it affects people overall there are multiple ways we can actually help them and it doesn't even have to be like people doing it for us it can be the small interactions of kindness you share with people every day sharing a smile maybe talking about their feelings like personally every time I see someone is struggling I sit down and listen I don't I don't I can't offer a way to change it. I can't offer a way to make it better, but I can sure as hell make sure that I listen and take the time to make sure that you feel appreciated, that you know someone is hearing. And honestly, if I had that, like when I was still suffering with depression and anxiety and ADHD and all these things that were plaguing me in my childhood, it would have made it so much better. It would have been so much easier. And I kind of learned that. I learned that it's best to give an ear, give some advice, kind of help out when someone needs it, when you can recognize it. And then if they do need it, take the time.
3: Yeah. And helping people is a really important part. And being involved with them about, about their problems can really help them understand this. I've been on the smaller side of mental illnesses. I have very bad anxiety. And so I take medicine for that. Um, and it's really helpful to find a solution that works for you, whether it may not be medicine, talking to someone or something else. There's thousands of solutions out there that can help it, each person individually. And there's to- there's totally different sides of mental illnesses. There's not uh, you have a mental illness and you don't. There's in between. Um, and different people have different amounts of mental
0: illnesses.
1: Yeah. And I feel like kind of what um tying back to what someone said earlier is that what Brayden said earlier was that sometimes people just like need you to listen. Like if you know someone who's like suffering from some something, if it's like super severe, then maybe like seek out like an adult, but sometimes people just need to listen. Like, I feel like that was the biggest thing I needed was for my friends was just to listen to me when I was at my worst. And also just like an open environment that like encourages talk about mental health.
3: Yeah, it's nice to be able to just get that stuff out. um, Because if you bury it down inside and you don't, if you're not able to, even just talking, saying it out loud, even if no one's around you, it's helpful to get it out so you're not burying it deep inside.
2: Something important to know if you find, if you realize that you're going through this is that A, you're not alone. People go through this stuff and there is help for you. Um, B, it's not your fault at all. Like there's nothing that you can do to stop it, nothing you can do to, you know, make it happen except for um, pushing it down and that only makes it worse. So it's important to talk to someone um, and it's important to know that it's not your fault, that you have friends, that you have people who care about you and will be there for you no matter what. Um And it's important to know that like there is a way to get out of it. You just have to be open to talking to someone and be open to um, figuring out a way you really have to be open to, you know, getting out of it. You can't just kind of want to, but not be willing to work for it, like because you, then
0: it's not going to go
3: away. Yeah,
2: you yeah. really, you really need to want to finish it. And, and I think, it. I think
0: the biggest problem is that society kind of looks down upon it or views it as different. And the biggest thing we can do to normalize it is, well, the biggest thing we can do to make an improvement is to normalize it. If we didn't think of them. Is different or something bad and just treated them. Uh, people suffering from like, you know, mental illnesses, the way we treat our friends instead of being uh, on the edge, a little aware, like regular human, you know, like you treat your friends, basically, like you treat friends, family, um, daily interactions, give them a time of day. Don't kind of shy away. Like, there's a lot of things people with mental illnesses are suffering from, and to not acknowledge them or to treat them differently because of this is the most damaging thing that can happen to a person.
1: And I feel like a lot of the times people who are suffering from these mental illnesses like have this idea that they have everything under control. And I feel like that's a fake mindset because I had that same idea in the... I was put into a recovery center for two months and I just like, I was so angry, but after that I just realized like, I needed to reach out for help and I should have, and this could have been fixed so much earlier if I had. And so I feel like the biggest thing we need to do for people who are suffering from mental illness is just like, realize that like you may not have it under control and that's completely fine.
0: Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I'd like to thank, everyone who's currently listening to this podcast it means a lot to be able to sit down and talk about how we feel and how it plagues society this is teen's take on current events thank you for joining us And and if you see someone who you know and close to you is suffering say something say something and help